0: Hello, I'm Father Dan Serratori from the St. Benedict's Catholic community in Burwood, Melbourne and welcome to our podcast. We hope you're blessed by this homily recorded at our Sunday Mass. May it enrich you and may it inspire you to embrace more fully the love, the life and the mission of Jesus. Enjoy. Have you ever played a game of hide and seek and you've found a, a spot that's so good that nobody could find you, at first you think you're pretty clever, right? But after a while, you know, it's a bit boring. You're kind of in that uh, secret space alone, and uh, it's not so much fun. The point of the game, of course, is that you're supposed to be found. And what I want to emphasize today is that the same is true in our lives that we are supposed to be found. I'm going to start today uh, in the book of Genesis, the very first book of the Bible, of course, where we're given a story that helps us to understand this tendency that we have as human beings to hide, to hide uh, from God and to hide from one another. And we know uh, this story, I'm sure, it begins with this picture of Perfect communion, the image of the garden. It's an image of uh, intimacy, of closeness, this perfect teamwork between God and humankind. And, and because of this teamwork, because of this openness to divine love, humans at this point are fully free, they're, they're, they're fully uh, fruitful. They're alive. They're flourishing. But then, of course, comes that moment where Adam and Eve, they doubt in this love. And they deviate from this uh, design of God. And as we hear in the story, as soon as they do that, as soon as they deviate from God's design, they suddenly realise... I'm naked. And they become ashamed. So what do they do? Well, they uh, make clothes to hide themselves from one another. And then they get behind the tree so that they can hide themselves from God, from the source of their life. What this story is helping us to see is that when we move away from God's design, when we lose our partnership with God, it leaves us exposed, vulnerable, naked. And what we usually do when that's the case is that we quite naturally hide. Last week I mentioned that uh, we hide not just because of our sin, but uh, you know the, the pain in our life our disappointments, those wounds that we bury deep down can also cause us to hide. What I want to suggest to us today is that the problem is not so much the sin or not so much the wounds that we carry. The real problem is the hiding. You see, when we hide from God, what usually happens is that we develop ways of coping without God. Often this means that we take God's place. We uh, become self-sufficient, the master of our own lives. Even though we uh, may try hard to be good people, we, we try to be generous and kind in our lives, ultimately it all comes back to us. We rely on our own efforts, on our own reasoning, on our own truth. We operate out of a belief deep down that uh, it's my way or the highway. It's all dependent on me. The, the, The biblical image that we get for this attitude is a hard heart, a heart of stone. We see often in the Old Testament through the prophets God's talking about our hard heart. He wants to soften our hearts. The classic example of this for me is with a child. You know when a child falls on the ground and hurts themselves or maybe they're reprimanded and the parent is trying to kind of you know, console them. Oh, come here, darling. And rather than receiving it, the child goes, no! <laughs> I'm sure we've all witnessed that at some point or another. I think that's a... a a beautiful image or or perhaps a a relevant image for us in in our spiritual uh, lives at times, that in in that attitude of self-sufficiency, when we're conscious of our pain and our shame, we can become hard to God's offer of compassion and love. We reject the very thing that we need. We we remain in hiding. We uh, remove ourselves from the very source of our life. Today I want to talk about how we can come out of hiding. The title I've given this homily is Here I Am. You see, we are supposed to be found. That's the first objective of the Christian life is to allow ourselves to be found by God. Unless we do this, we can't really be be Christians because Christianity is first and foremost about relationship. Everything else flows from that intimacy, that connection, that communion, that teamwork that we have with God. Jesus said it in John's Gospel. He said, you know, I am the vine, you are the branches, unless you are connected to me, unless you remain in me, you can't bear fruit. You can't be fully alive. You notice that Jesus is not saying, unless you know all about me, unless you follow all my teachings. No, he's using relational language here. Unless you remain in me. Unless we're connected. We see a a classic image of of this in the gospel today with Peter. Uh, As long as Peter has his eyes on Jesus, he's able to navigate, to to negotiate this great storm. He's able to literally uh, do the miraculous, to walk on water. But as soon as he, he loses that connection... As soon as he gets distracted, he he begins to sink. We we were reflecting on this uh, reading this week with the parish council. We had a meeting and and Stan, one of our members, uh, he commented how Peter had already done the hardest part. He'd already stepped out of the boat. (laughs) He'd already begun to walk on the water, but yet he still managed to doubt He still managed to get distracted by the circumstances. And therefore, he he lost his connection with Jesus and began to sink. How true can that be for us? I, I would think that most of us have allowed ourselves to be found by God many times in our lives. We've all probably experienced God's miraculous power at work, we've all walked on the water. But despite all that, we still have this tendency in us, this capacity to doubt this love, to deviate from God's plan, to to get distracted by the circumstances around us. And so we we take our eyes off God. We hide. And, And like the disciples in the storm, we we lose our peace, we, we lose our shalom, we lose our wholeness. Today, I want to get a little bit practical because one of the things that we realize that uh, when, we, when we look at all the great followers of Jesus throughout the ages is that we need a practice that keeps us from hiding. It's what all the great disciples of Jesus have have witnessed to us, that they've lived out a practice that enables God to find them time and time again. And this practice is, of course, what we call prayer. At its essence, prayer is simply about saying, God, here I am. Come and find me. At its essence, prayer is about allowing God to to hold us, to love us, to to be God for us. It's about reconnecting to the source. It's about deepening in our relationship with the divine. For those who find prayer difficult, I want to suggest to you today that prayer can be much easier and perhaps much more satisfying than you may realize. And today, I just want to give you a simple way of praying. I think of this prayer as a prayer of allowing, of allowing God, allowing God to be God. And for those who are time poor, it's something you can do even in five minutes. So parents, busy parents, this one's for you too. The first step is simply to find uh, a place where you can pray. And uh, we've prepared one earlier, so I'm going to move over to that place now. Now, this, this place might be in your, your home. It, it could be in your office. You might find a, a favourite chair, which could be your prayer chair. Uh, and if you like a cuppa like me, you might grab a cuppa. I've got my favourite uh, Dilmar Extra Strength here always helps me with my prayer. And the first thing you really want to do in this prayer is just to become conscious of the presence of God. And as we've, we've done once before, a helpful way for that is simply to become present to your body. So you might, you might notice your back against the chair, your, your feet on the floor. Just notice that then you just might tune in to what's going on in your body. You might feel tension somewhere in your, your neck or your back or your shoulders. and just, just notice that. And then when you feel a little centered, just gently turn your attention towards God. There's three main stages to this prayer. And the first is, is simply to make a, a statement of faith, to make a choice for Jesus. You might just say to yourself, Jesus, you are my Lord. You are my vine, you are my saviour, you are the, the ultimate value of my life and, and I, I make a choice now to put my trust in you, to put my hope in you. The second stage, I'm going quicker than you would normally, of course, is to allow God to find you. You might just say, God, here I am. What's and all, I, I open all the doors of my life to you. I ask that you come and find me now. Just, just allow God to find you. And then the third stage of the prayer, and this is the main part really, is simply to allow God to be God. Allow God to hold you. Allow God to love you. Allow God to carry your burdens with you, to suffer with you. Allow God to heal you. And in that place, you might just receive that that love receive that forgiveness receive that healing just from deep in your spirit i receive it lord i receive your love now it could be helpful in this third stage to uh, to use a scripture that helps you to receive so for example you might take the the response from today's psalm lord show us your mercy and love and grant us your salvation and just in in that In that place, just quietly, uh, gently, slowly, just repeat that. Lord, show us your mercy and love and grant us your salvation. You might personalize it. Lord, show me your mercy and love. Grant me your salvation. Jesus, this is an area of my life I need your mercy and love. I receive your mercy and love into that area now i receive your salvation now you might get distracted uh, with a million different things but when you notice that just just come back and keep receiving well you might you might notice some kind of sensation in your body you might notice uh, lightness uh, warmth uh, tension, and that's okay You, you might notice that too just just pay attention to that, but, but keep keep receiving, keep allowing God to be God. And when you finish, whenever your time is up, whether it's five minutes or one hour, just simply say thank you. Say thank you to God as a way of, of claiming in faith that God has found you. that God has given you what it is that you need at this time, that you've received it in your spirit. Now, this is just one example. Uh, uh, You don't have to pray exactly in this way, but what I am suggesting today is that when you do pray, it's important that you allow some time to allow God to find you. You can find reflection questions for this homily at stbenedicts.com.au forward slash homily. Thanks for joining us today and have a great week.